0: What's up, fool? This is the Sore Losers BMX podcast. My name is Justin Cobley. I'm out here on Long Island, New York. Today I'm here with the co-homie Austin Mazer. He's in Mallorca, Spain. He's currently uh, got some food coming on the way from, what is it called? Bro-homie? Glovo. Glovo. (laughs) The the Spanish equivalent of uh, Uber Eats. So we're going to keep it kind of short today. Probably... uh, I don't know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. We'll see. See when Glovo comes through. Yeah. But, yeah, I got to catch up with Austin today. Uh, he just got back from a trip to Paris for FTL and Sweets Kendamas. Yep. So I'm curious yep. how that went. But uh, just in the current current moment of time, how are you doing, dude?
1: In this moment of time, I'm doing very good. Doing very good. I wish obviously we tried to do this yesterday but uh you know obviously given our time differences and stuff by the time you were able to and by the time I was able to it was like 11 I think yeah, it was like more 11, like 12 10. dude it was like 12 yeah it was like, it was a, it was so, yeah it well was should we record 12. a podcast time, like, now
0: mm, it's a little too late yeah. yeah
1: yeah and like and then like you know I was at the skate park, right until before that. Like I was there for maybe like four and a half hours, maybe. It's one of those sessions, you know. You're just feeling good. You're just hyped, so you're just kind of consistently riding.
0: When you feel like you just like can't even oh, stop riding, yeah. Like all the like all you're the just constantly in motion. You, you're and, like, yeah,
1: yeah. Like calluses are completely done, but you just ignore them. Barely, yeah. Your hands can barely grip onto the bars, but like you're still yeah at this time when i was feeling this like the park had kind of died cuz there was a lot of kids there so like at this point kids had kind of had kind of left so it was like the park was a bit more open so it was like oh shit now i'm like i kind of wanted to do these little lines that i wasn't able to because kids were like practicing drop ins and you know all over the place so i was just pushing through the pain of my my fucking hands but then like You know, obviously I was super tired from that. And then like this morning I was like, like, oh yeah, it was so weird. I was so exhausted yesterday. And then I realized that yesterday was a double session day. Damn. I had had ridden in the morning for a bit. I had ridden in the morning, came back, you know, had lunch, chilled, and then went to the skate park and did that whole thing. So this morning I had the epiphany of like, Oh yeah. It makes sense why I was so tired yesterday.
0: Yeah, I could tell even like from the moment we signed on, you were yeah. like you were cooked. There was there was no I mean, way you're gonna spend like I mean, an hour plus talking to me about some bullshit, so don't blame I mean, you yeah, at all. I,
1: after <laughs> that I just went to the bathroom, you know, brushed my teeth, and then literally just went straight to bed straight to and sleep. Passed out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was done. But yeah, other than that, good. How about you? You've been riding?
0: Um, I rode, let's see, we recorded the podcast with, uh, Scott Marceau. That was episode 18, where, uh, I grilled him about angles and, wow. uh, got some good stories, got some, even some technical info on how he filmed the video and all that stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. I brought Lewis on as the, the stand-in co-host <clears throat> And we literally just went out and rode right after the recording. So I think but even he, was,
1: he was with you, or he' no, was so, from uh, his place.
0: So Lewis, I actually dropped off a microphone at Lewis's house the night before, because we've <laughs> had so many weird issues with like Lewis's yeah. airPods and disconnecting, and he thinks he figured right. it out on the computer. but you know, I was uh, a little skeptical, so. I brought him a mic.
1: You got all the mics to give. You might as well just drop them off. Like, here, let's get this rolling and then we'll be good.
0: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was a freebie that I got from like a family friend where they were like, oh, I have a mic. You want it? All right. right." You know, it's like a little USB (laughs) mic. It's fine. Nothing fancy. But anyway, uh, I got out of work early and I have a nice crisp modelo to enjoy so uh cheers dude thanks for cheers coming through
1: i got a what do we got here this is a El aguila it's a unfiltered lager it's interesting because it like i thought of those it was beers, a corona like, oh, yeah
0: <clears throat> it looks like a corona extra can or something
1: yeah like you see how like this label is kind of flipped upside down yeah it's weird so, like, before opening it, they encourage you to turn it over, upside down. Because
0: it mixes it because, up? Because it's it, Because
1: it's unfiltered, yeah.
0: Interesting. Never had
2: one of those? Yeah, not bad. I'm a fan. So, yeah. You uh you got back from
0: Paris pretty recently. How was that trip?
1: Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was... Uh, It was one of those trips, like, uh, because obviously, you know, I mean, there was a lot of people for one. And uh,
0: what was like the rough headcount? How many? Because it was a dual. It was like a BMX and a Kendama trip, right? Yeah. So maybe not that uncommon these days, but still kind of bizarre.
1: I mean, for one, like the Airbnb that we had couldn't have been any better. It was yeah, it looked
0: nice. I saw some, like, for, Instagram for stories. The amount of people
1: that we had. And for, like, everyone's... Like, it was perfect. It was kind of a... It was in Gentilly, which is right outside Paris. And it was kind of like a... It was, like, a property with almost, like, two houses. Like, not big houses, but... So, like, we had, like, the FTL house right there and then the smaller one was where the sweets dudes were at so like because their devices don't take up so
0: much space you don't you know five six bikes takes up a lot more space than like a couple backpacks full of kandamas
1: i mean the bikes i mean we were lucky too because it was like a property so like we had lawn like there was a deck There was like a super old stone barbecue somewhere over there so it wasn't so,
0: like a cramped city Airbnb no, where no, you're no, like no. cramming bikes in a single person oh, elevator no. like walking them up 6 flights of stairs like we've all I done mean, in the past. I mean, yeah, it sounds amazing.
1: The amount of people that we had like it would have been impossible. Like like when I say it was perfect, it was it was perfect. So like, you know, pretty much everyone had their bikes outside. You know, it was like had the fence around the the property and everything residential area super chill and yeah so like in the suites in the suites house you had reed uh hobie uh david gravette was there for a few days
0: that's sick skateboarding legend uh yeah <clears throat> also pretty pretty good bike rider
1: yeah yeah uh like what, what is solid his, uh, what solid is his, i think it's mountain bike his, dave his, Mountain bike, it's not, Dave, he
0: doesn't yeah. go by BMX Dave, but he has like no, a bunch Mountain of different, yeah, yeah, he's different awesome. Aimlesses. Did you get to uh hang yeah, out he, with him at all?
1: Yeah, he's a cool dude, super chill. I just feel like he's one of those people that like you see him on you know social media and stuff, and just like in videos, and it's like he's the exact person that you would expect to to get like in a person to person interaction, you know? Yeah, it's kind of rare, just super nice, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, like, he. He was there, uh, yeah. So Reed, Hobie, Gravette, and then uh, this snowboard dude. Uh, I mean, his name is. I know his his Instagram is Juicy Joker. <laughs> that's his Instagram.
0: No, I mean these days, an Instagram name is probably as important as your actual name. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, so that's you, fine. you, call, you, you call can him identify him. Like his
1: nickname is Juicy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Word. So. Yeah, he's a he's a snowboarder hooked up by Sweets and everything. Like he's got some his own signature condom and everything. So yeah, they were they were in that house, and then in the FTL one, that was me, Billy, Perry, Billy, Pe- Billy Perry, yeah, yeah. Malkotis. Bill, Ma- Bill Malkotis, Peter Sportiello, uh, Brock, Rayford. Um, Shmoney.
0: Shmoney that's amazing. Uh Matt Smith Alex, was
1: there too, right? Alice Canova, Matt Canova, Smith, yeah. John, be the crazy one from Who's the Bronx. That? John B. On Instagram, be the crazy one. He's from the Bronx.
0: Probably met him, but I don't think we're Oh, uh, for sure, you've met him. Yeah, like he Instagram. went.
1: He, he went to. Or you've seen videos of like yeah Billy? He went to Brazil with Billy and stuff.
0: Word, yeah, I could probably I probably know his face.
1: I mean, he, uh, the second you see him, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm not on Instagram too much these days, so I'm kind of out of the yeah. loop.
1: But but yeah, so, so yeah,
2: big
0: squad, and that's probably not even every single person. But
2: it's
1: pretty, yeah, I pretty close. I don't want to I don't want to forget anyone, but I feel like that was it. Maybe it was like nine. And then, obviously, PJ from France. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe it was like 10 of us in there. PJ Martini? Yeah. Martini, yeah. Martini, right. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... what so so, you guys yeah, do? was like 10 of the FTL guys, and then, you know, like, four or five of the Sweets guys, so... Mm-hmm.
0: So, and I then, didn't realize pretty much all the, like, the Sweets guys were kind of bmx riders or like could hang with with a group of bmx riders it wasn't like you know i was expecting oh, a sure. whole yeah, yeah. No, house I mean, of guys that like didn't ride or skate or snowboard no. or anything that were just there so, like, to like rip the kendamas so it makes right. more sense so like
1: now. the thing is with sweets is like sweets has their you know like has their protein you know the people who are who play kendama for kendama they don't do any like kendama is their thing how, and they're insane at B, it right? bmx like, is our thing like yeah like you know so they have their their pro team and their am team flow team whatever for kendama and then i guess what you know because reed is kind of the person who really brought kendama i would say into bmx I feel like he's and the it's bridge
0: between our two worlds. He's he's, he's the like he's the, the, the bridge who brought
1: Kendama link. into like action sports, basically. Yeah. So, I guess with him, then he's the Dama Don. He kind of, he's a Dama Don for sure. <laughs> he kind of cultivated like, I guess, what is the, what they call like the Sweets Mob, mm-hmm. which is
0: yeah, I've heard the term.
1: I, which which is like their basically Sweets like their action sports team. So like you got Reed, Hobie, Gravette, Boo Johnson, Juicy. Um Yeah, I want to say that's it. As far as like Sweets Mob goes. But yeah, so and this trip was like the Sweets Mob and then us, the FTL. But but yeah, it was super crazy having that many people, honestly.
0: Were you guys able and to like, this, what was it? Was it a filming trip? What was the, like the goal
1: of well, the trip? Well, I mean, I kind of, I didn't go into the trip with many expectations just because it was literally the, because everyone that was there was in Estonia for simple session. Prior to prior to this Paris trip. So, obviously, they had the, you know, simple session, you know, they all competed in ever whatever, and Brock ended up winning. Brock won and simple session? Yeah, Brock won simple session. I bet I didn't session. even know that.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah, Brock won. Um,
0: He's kind of yeah, like one so, of the best riders. It's pretty crazy because I mean, yeah, he's, is... he's super friendly and like. You know he's friends with a lot of our friends, and he's awesome. Yeah, you could just hang out and talk talk with Brock, and like, then you forget he's like an insane BMX powerhouse and can do anything and competes in X Games and all that crazy shit.
1: Agree. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those, like you said, like you talk to him, and it's not that you expect because he's so good, you expect him to be a certain way, but you wouldn't be surprised talking to, you know, some super pro or whatever that they kind of come off a certain way. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, obviously sharing an Airbnb with him and, like, having hung out and met him numerous times, uh, you know, he's, like, the easiest person to get along with. And he's genuinely, nice. like, the he's nicest so, person. Like, yeah, like such a-, a genuine person. You
0: almost think he's, like, putting on an act, but he's really just yeah. so friendly and kind yeah. and like it's i guess it's like the southern hospitality thing because he's from like, oh for sure for i guess sure, louisiana yeah. from louisiana yeah yeah but like the first time i met him was at i guess it was like a volume jam at uh, vicious cycles at vicious right and i think that maybe the day before that we like went street riding and i helped mastroni film a clip at brock so i guess i had met him the day prior but mm-hmm. literally like the first time i met him You know, after the jam, he was like, "Dude, if you ever want to come to California, like, hit me up. You can come stay with me." And I was just like, blown away by that. Like, you know, barely knew the guy. You know, rode with them a couple times. Like, I guess because I was a friend of Billy, that sort of helped. But it's just like, whoa! Oh, for sure. Thank you, man. Like, that's super nice of you. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a nice ass dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, one of those things. Like, super genuine. You know, humble and all around nice guy like you said he'll he'll put you up you know yeah for sure and he means it too i didn't take him up on it
0: i ended up doing like uh you know we the people trip eventually and stayed in long beach with like those dudes Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm sure you know if he was not on a trip or something he's down
1: yeah i feel like those are like those are the offers that kind of hold water it's not like a a hollow off or like yeah yeah just saying it to say it. Yeah. Like if you were actually there and like hey you like do you have a couch I could sleep on? And if he's around and not like busy, then will be like, yeah for sure. But so yeah that was you know I've met him and hung out with him a bunch of times but it was nice to you know get to kick it with him in the Airbnb and everything and so that was a, a fun addition to the, the squad. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so getting back to that, like the whole Simple Session vibe, like, you know, I've never been, you've never been, right?
0: No, nah, i never gone. Um, came close a couple times, but yeah.
1: same. I don't same know. Here. It's every, every year it's like, <clears throat> you know, this year I, was, uh, I had my driving test here, so I couldn't go. Luckily, I passed that and everything. So, did you really? It, it was worth it, yeah. Whoa, yeah, I'm a licensed think, driver now,
0: dude. Congrats! I think that was like thank you, thank maybe you. one of the first things we talked about, and oh, like for the sure, first yeah. episode or it's, two, it's, it, yeah. So that's awesome.
1: It's one of those things that, like, once I like, once I saw that I that I had passed. I mean, the day I took the exam, um, I'd kind of left. The it was one. It was at like seven. 30 in the morning which was like fuck i gotta wake up Rough, so early for this yeah. shit like i have to be at the site at a certain time like and you can't drive there i can't drive there no <laughs> i mean luckily because i was the first i was the first to take the test i went to my driving school which is close and then from there me and the instructor went in the car and he drove mm-hmm. but still it was like to wake up that early to then like okay now yeah i can drive at early hours in the morning but like it's different when you're being when you have someone over your back like watching you like watching your like every move yeah you know still like somewhat groggy like fuck i gotta like really pay attention to shit now and definitely there was like a couple things where i was like oh that was such a like stupid thing to do and uh yeah, so, I, I, I mean, honestly, I walked away, like, a little, un, like, unsure. I kind of just prepared, like, okay, yeah, if I failed, like, it's whatever, I'll just take the test again in, in September, and and that'll be that, and, and then, yeah, I was kind of just, like, annoyed for a good part, like, a good part of the, the kind of afternoon, just because I'm like replaying like s- this, like stupid kind of mistake that I did in my head. You know, like fucking, like you fucking been driving for how many years and you do this stupid ass dumb mistake. But then, uh,
0: so was it a practical yeah, road was, test? Like you, were, yeah, yeah. Uh, so,
1: like, so it was me in the passenger seat was my, uh, my teacher. And then the back seat was the, you know, the person from like this state or whatever who, yeah. So it's so like they make whole,
0: you bring your instructor for the actual yeah. road test.
1: Yeah. And he That's sets already up front, of crazy I thought it was weird. I thought, I was expecting like the, you know, like in the U.S., like you have your, the person who's like grading you next to you so they could see everything. But yeah. he was just like chilling in the back seat, which I guess was nice because if you're in the mindset of like, okay, Pretend no one's back there. Like, I have my instructor that I've been driving with for, you know, however many classes. Like, maybe a a comfort thing. But I remember, like, as soon as we, like, kind of left the area. Because the thing was, like, okay, if I don't say anything, go straight. So, but I was kind of confused, I guess, because... He was like, okay, do you know how to go to this area before we got in the car? I was like, yeah, yeah, I know how to get there. And then, okay, and if I don't say anything, go straight. So I was expecting him to tell me things from the start, like, okay, right, left, and then yeah. I don't say anything, go Like straight.
0: the U.S. road test, they literally tell you turn by turn,
1: like, yeah. okay, turn so,
0: left onto Cedar Street, turn right onto right. Brook, you know, yield at the whatever, you know, they...
1: Exactly. But they didn't so we do that. start out... So, we start out with him saying absolutely nothing. And I'm at a stoplight. I can make a left. I can make a right. Or I can go straight. And in, the, in my practices, like because we would practice once we found out where the road test was going to be, how to get to the area. So, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I know I can go right to get there. But he didn't say anything. So, I should go straight, right? You know, because he wasn't instructing me. So, I was like, all right, yeah, go straight. He's not saying anything. Yeah. But straight ended up being, like, I'd never gone fully straight in this, in this area. So, I was like, fuck. Like, I feel like maybe I should have just gone right from the get-go.
0: So, you're, like, already starting off your road so, test kind of so lost.
1: So, I, I, like, I legit started out like, fuck, I, I think I fucked up. Oh, God. But then, I did mean, luckily, say something, I've been or
0: here- did, he, did he say something?
1: At a point, I was like, okay, we're going to this area, right? Like, Manicore. Is was like the the area. I was like, Oh, we're going here, right? He's like, Yeah, yeah. I was like, Okay. And then I mean, luckily I've been here long enough and I've been in the car like, you know, with Maria and whoever that like I know my way around is a small enough city. So I was able to finesse it. I got to a street that I knew and I was like, Okay, yeah, like the times we've gone to Ikea, like IKEA is kind of in the direction that we need to go to. So like we've gone to IKEA this way. So, I, I was able to finesse it and end up going the right way. It added more time than it needed to be. Yeah. But I was able to at least show I know where I'm going. So,
0: like, internally, you were, like, sweating bullets, like, freaking out. Oh, internally. But, interna- like but as to as soon the instructor, as, like, everything was fine. Like, you weren't, like, yeah. making U-turns also, and, like, swerving and no, freaking no. out. Also, you know?
1: definitely, definitely my teacher, because we'd never gone the route that I'd gone, was probably sitting there, like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> But like, hopefully I just he, tell was he was
0: being a homie like, and, like, didn't say anything.
1: Yeah. He wasn't there was like, definitely hey, one, or, th- the was definitely one or two times where I think I saw him, like, Clients. kind of nonchalantly, like, make a, make a sign, like, with his finger, like, as if to, like, turn right or, like, go straight or something. To, like, hook me up, but. That's sick. But, yeah, it was, luckily it all worked out and I got my license now. And that's over.
0: Yeah, dude, congrats. That's awesome. So, uh, how would you compare now the process of getting your license in the U.S. versus getting your license in Spain? Like, they're basically the same, right? You know, you just show (laughs) up and they give you your license. All you have to do is, like, not crash the car and you pass.
1: I mean, from if I can remember correctly, which I feel like I have a pretty good memory of my road tests in the U.S., it was like, okay, like, we immediately went to a stoplight. It's like, okay, make a right, made a right. And it was like one of those immediate like traffic light, make a right. And then there's another traffic light right there and then made a left. And then I'm all of a sudden just in residential streets. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it couldn't be more relaxed, chill atmosphere to drive in. Wide Suffolk County residential streets. It's like, okay, yeah, like drive stop make a left maybe parallel park i knew it was a little far away in the parallel park but i wanted to be if i had to choose i wanted to be a little bit farther away than to hit the curb mm-hmm. so yeah, i did exactly
0: I, the same i got yeah, a second try so I to chose- get closer and then i got the okay
1: yeah i mean mine didn't like i was i wasn't that far i was definitely far but Like, he looked, and he was like, okay, you're a little far, and then we literally left. And then kind of did a loop to the same exact location, and then that was it. And then he told me right there that I passed.
0: Yeah, it is nice, because you get that instant, you know, Yeah. So thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, they just hand you a temporary license at the end. I even thought I was going to fail mine, and they still passed me. (laughs) That was kind of funny. I got, like the the rudest like driving uh i guess what would you call the person the dmv like the tester examiner the examiner yeah so this lady like immediately was like so unfriendly and cold to me like i pretty much like she got in the car and was like drive like she didn't say like <laughs> hey hey nice to meet you how you yeah. know my name's like uh angela like she was like yeah. drive now and i sort of like, like a gun to your yeah yeah like she came in making demands but yeah. she pointed you know drive go out this exit and i sort of panicked cuz i wasn't like ready to just start like i thought we were going to yeah. like she was like okay we're going to drive here and you know it's it's going to be about 30 minutes and i you know i hope you have a good like i thought she was going to give me a little briefing But anyway, I like cut across the corner of a parking space because the Mm. the road test started in the big DMV parking lot, which was empty. Yeah. And I like drove over, you know, the corner of a line for a parking space. And she immediately was like, How dare you drive over (laughs) the parking space? I've failed students for way less than that. What if there was a car there? What if there was a pedestrian? You shouldn't. it's completely unacceptable and i was like okay i failed like this lady's yeah, yeah. gonna like just like yeah and then then you know i guess like in that moment i decided like all right fuck it if i'm gonna fail like i'll just get some practice and i'll just go through with the test so right. you know she directed me where to go you know i think we went out on to like that little, like, there's like a weird little or... highway that cuts between like the DMV and it leads you to like 495, the expressway. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's like pretty much empty, like all the time. It's like this weird little like, mini highway. I
1: think it's completely straight too. Like it's yeah, just- Yeah, it's literally a straight line. A long road. So like yeah.
0: we went down like this little empty highway and then like you said, I like, we turned right at another road and we're in a residential area, like a quiet little neighborhood. And yeah. I think, you know, we made a couple turns. I pretended to check the mirrors all the time and, like, made sure I used the turn signal. And, uh, right. you know, I, like I said, I parallel parked shitty the first time and then better the second time. And again, she was like, you know, the first time I tried it, she was like, this is completely unacceptable. <laughs> You're not even close to the curb. Like, you, this was you horrible. You call us a parallel park? Call, yeah, like, she was, like, shitting on me. I was like, oh,
2: God damn
0: it. <laughs> like fuck and the second time yeah i did it better i was like i'm proving her wrong fuck you like and you know at the end we pulled into the dmv parking lot and i was like okay i failed i whatever like it wasn't that hard i could do this again and she handed me the temporary license and just walked out of the car Mm. she didn't say anything to me she wasn't like she didn't say Congratulations! You know you passed. Yeah. Have a nice day. She literally job. handed me a paper and just dipped like, and I literally didn't even know if I passed it first. Like I had to read the paper and be like, "Like what is this paper?" Yeah, like what did she just hand me? And uh, that was my temporary license. So wow, well, that was a good time.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah. So even if you think you're gonna fail, you're probably not gonna fail in the United States. Like my sister should not have a driver's license she is honestly no <laughs> offense to her but she is incapable of like operating a motor vehicle confidently at least she at the time she has a license now though she, yeah so she she's she literally like after well, she got I, her I license mean, I remember
1: when i was there like for a while it was a uh, an ongoing an ongoing thing
0: yeah so like it took her um probably another like year plus of, like, practicing with us driving in the car with her and, like, limiting how far she could drive and stuff before she could, like, drive on her own. Mm -hmm. But she's actually, she's a pretty good driver now. At least she's only only had one minor fender bender since we have released her to drive on her own. But, yeah, she just got lucky and got a driving instructor who said that, he reminded her of his dead girlfriend and he was just Jesus Christ he literally just wanted to talk to her about like his sob story and she made a bunch this is of mistakes her test. yeah 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 the driving instructor was like was like hey i'm sorry you know my my girlfriend died recently you know it's been really hard for me it's like, you know, you actually remind me a lot of her, like, you're very pretty, That's and so she weird. was like, oh, oh this is that, uncomfortable. Oh
1: oh. It's so weird.
0: But she, like, suffered through <laughs> the, the experience, and, like, you know, he didn't, like, do anything super inappropriate or weird,
1: but he was just, like... It was m- more so just having to hear his whole...
0: Yeah, he just wanted, like, a shoulder to cry on while yeah. she was taking a road test, and... I'm pretty sure she got like the maximum amount of points where you could still pass. Like he he marked her down for whatever like stuff. Yeah, she got the 30 points, but afterwards she was like, she's like, I don't know why I got my license. Like I, I pretty much <laughs> did everything wrong. Like I made all the, and he was like, like you know the guy's girlfriend died, and he was really Guy just sad. Felt bad. So she was like, oh, you know.
1: Yeah, she, I guess she looked out shit.
0: But she didn't drive after that for a good probably at least like a year year and a half oh wow and then it took her like another year of like retraining behind the wheel holy shit yeah
1: i guess there's just some people who just like i just remember like back in the day you'd say like like some people just don't have that kind of i mean the whole thing with driving is like just having that kind of like it's confidence confidence. more than anything it's just it's all all confidence it's not skill it's like you know how to put a pedal like push a pedal and like keep it in a place where you're not flooring it and you're not you know completely off of it you like Mm -hmm. feathering it isn't like much of a skill like yeah you get used to it but more than anything it's just confidence
0: and i think even as like bmx riders and skateboarders like we have better like hand-eye coordination than most people
1: for sure yeah
0: and certainly like confidence on some level like To be able to like bomb a big handrail or like Mm
1: -hmm. try
0: some technical shit on a ledge, like you have to have the confidence and like skill to back it up. So like once you get to driving, you're like, oh, this is a joke. Like once you realize how easy it is, the confidence comes really quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, I've fucking nally iced a 22 stair rail and now you're telling me to sit in a car and just drive. Okay. No problem.
0: Yeah. No big deal. All I gotta
1: yeah. do is stay awake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. So yeah, back yeah, back so, to the,
0: the sweets trip. We didn't really. Um, yeah.
1: yeah so, so, how would you
0: guys do? Was it were you filming? Because I know you filmed like you did that like nose drop, nose drop, nose on that like crazy yeah like mani pad spot. What was it like? Almost mm-hmm. like a monument artwork thing.
1: Why did that yeah, thing was, even exist? Uh, that was crazy. I have not a fucking clue why that thing exists. Europe? I mean, it's a spot, technically. Uh, It's almost like, I think it's almost like the, I've heard people describe it like the parallel of France. Of, oh, of so Paris. it's like a spot. So it's spot. like a spot, like... it's like a spot, skate park type thing. It's a spot everyone that, hang, like... Everyone hangs out there at night, like... The city has almost just, accepted it's big, that it's, like, a public yeah,
0: skate right. park, BMX gathering kind of kind of spot. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, it's just, like, a chill spot, like... So, I mean, the whole reason we went there was a... I forgot what day it was. It was, like, a Wednesday or something. And we did a... It was just, like, an FTL Suites jam. Nice. So, we just hung out for the, there for the day
0: uh how was the turnout
1: it was solid yeah it, it, the locals was, that, came that, through that was that was a jam where it was like yeah you know bmx skate you know you just play kendama like come through hang out like and was it just like
0: chillin'. fixed at the spot or was it like a um yeah no i mean a there ride was, out it was kind of just thing
1: no that day was just fixed um that sounds i saw. the sweet the sweets dudes did a. Uh, It was, like, on the manual pad, and then there was, like, another kind of, like, skate obstacle they'd built, you know, at some other time. And uh, they just did kind of two separate, like, best trick type things. And they were hanging out, handing out uh, kendamas and then uh, t-shirts from, like, a local skate shop, I think it was.
0: Did you save me a kendama? So, yeah, there's... Huh? Did you save me a kendama? I'm still waiting on mine.
1: (sighs) No. No, I wish.
0: God damn it. I'll have my day someday.
1: No. I mean, I was, I was expecting, I, cause I didn't go to Estonia for the car reasons and stuff. So during simple session, sweets does a, a special, um, like a sweet, uh, fucking simple session themed kendama. So like this year, like with the sweets mob, like they had a David Gravett has a, a kendama Reed and Hobie. So they do, like, a special, like, sweet, simple session collab. And because of I was going, I was like, hey, PJ, like, make sure you grab me a fucking kendama from there. Mm-hmm. And of course he didn't. He didn't? No. But- It's tough a to lot remember of party, everything. A lot of yeah. partying going on over there, so I can't completely blame him.
0: Plus, I mean, you have probably got a pretty solid collection at this
1: point. I mean- yeah, I got. I got a. It would have just been collection. been one for the no. wall. Yeah, it would have been a collab. Yeah, exactly. Piece. It, it yeah. would just be like, just because it was like the simple session kind of collab and a special like limited edition run, would have been just to have.
0: I didn't realize Sweets does like so much stuff with like BMX and skateboarding and like, that's oh, really sure, rad. Yeah. That's I, you yeah. know, a lot of companies, that like want to uh to be a part of BMX. But they don't really seem to make that much effort. Yeah, I mean, but it seems like they're they're doing a lot. Like, it's cool to see.
1: I want to say, maybe mm-hmm. last Simple Session or the Simple Session before is when they started like sponsoring and doing. Uh, have like having an appearance at Simple Session, mm-hmm. because I think along with like the you know the normal like qualifiers and finals and everything, they do like a kind of just a fun BMX versus skate kendama thing. Gotcha. So they'll have like a, maybe three people, you know, BMX and then three people skate and they kind of just play, like have a little game of Ken or something.
0: So you can play with other people like in a... Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, is, is it like, it's playing, like playing skate? Is it like you do a trick? Yeah, okay. Or, yeah, that's what I assumed. So you like yeah. do a trick and then the other person has to match it. And if they yep. mess up, they get a letter, th- and get, then it yeah. switches over. The other person gets to set, that kind of thing.
2: hmm
1: Yep. Yeah, and while I was in France, you know, because my buddy PJ, like, he's... Uh, it's actually now, t- like, today, two years ago, he took over, uh, like, managing and creating Sweets France. So he's the France... He's the Sweets distributor in France. So oh shit, it's, it's like his job. Years. Yeah, it's his, it's his job, yeah. That's right. I didn't so, know he
0: was like behind the scenes.
1: Oh, yeah. So right. he's been making what, like, any following and shit that Sweets has in France is because of PJ. Like, he's been, you know, throwing jams and trying to, you know, a lot like how Reed did in the beginning. Like, kind of merged the two. Like, do BMX kandama and, you know, just have fun with it. You know, he loves... Kendama and he loves riding his bike. So he's just trying to have fun with it and do what he can and spread spread the kendama. So, what were you we saying before? I was what just asking, like, just did, were that? you
0: guys filming on the trip? Was it just to, like, uh, film, you know, like Instagram no, clips I mean, and do the jam? Like, what was, you said, because uh, coming off Simple Session. Everybody was like hungover and exhausted. Right, right. So, so that it was kind more of, of like a simple chill session
1: trip. energy. That kind of simple se- session energy kind of carried over a little bit into this Paris trip. You know, so we had a few days where we would just kind of be, you know, we'd ride a little bit and then we're like, just like, oh, okay, let's, you know, go chill by the river, have some beers, hang out, just, you know, enjoying Paris. Not really focusing so much on like, okay, we got to stack this, stack this. You know, obviously- Everybody's getting three people, clips
0: each today. Today, yeah. we're getting two minutes of footage for the
1: timeline. I mean, you know how it is going to Brooklyn with seven people trying to, trying to film. It's a nightmare. It's basically imagine, impossible. Yeah. Imagine 15 in a foreign country. Everyone's got their own agenda, you know? Yeah. You know, some people want to go to the Louvre and see the Mona Lisa. Other people want to just go hang out by the river. Others want to ride. And it was just kind of trying to find that happy medium where everyone can kind of because with that many people, like you want to be with that many people. If there's that many, if you're all on that trip, you don't want to, okay, yeah, I'll catch you later. Like sometimes it would happen, but you don't want to just split up just to do your own thing. So you want to try and do something that kind of fits everyone's everyone's thing. So, and you're probably you know, trying to rode, stay with didn't...
0: the tour guide too. Like, I'm assuming PJ was kind of like the local who could take you around yeah. to spots and like, no, for sure. Yeah. So on trips like that, you don't want to like venture off too far on your own and get no, lost course, and yeah. waste a bunch of time trying to find something to do, trying to find something to ride. Like the tour guide is like essential.
1: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, we we filmed and stuff, but I wouldn't say like it wasn't a film heavy trip. Like that wasn't the that wasn't the end goal of the trip. It wasn't like maybe prior to the trip, it was kind of thought about like okay, yeah, because like we kind of want to do a try and work on an FTL project, and it was kind of a a thought that maybe we this trip could be. A good kickstart to it but uh obviously like i said following simple session and stuff it's hard to all of a sudden you know going from simple session to immediately going to paris for people you know almost everyone from the u.s it's hard to kind of flip that switch and like okay right, now i gotta get that like a riding trip mindset where i gotta you know stack clips and everything.
0: Yeah, it's rough Where, when you're like, at the end, like,
1: yeah. And like, I get it, you know, like, you know, some people on that ship was their first time to Europe. So, um, why, you know, why would they want to enjoy it? And to them, you know, sitting at a spot for three hours trying to film a clip isn't really enjoying it for them. So I, I don't blame them at all. And again, Makes it sense. was nice to, it was nice to obviously just hang out with everyone and just kick it.
0: So did Billy film like one of his own like YouTube videos during the trip? I feel like he's pretty good at like doing something wherever he goes Uh, on his travels. Like especially now that Alex is like the filmer. He can sort of take more of a backseat and just like decide when is the day that they film and Mm -hmm. Alex covers the rest.
1: Yeah, I would say I I would think Alex definitely helps a lot. Like Alex is a pretty I would say proactive person when it comes to like whipping out the camera, like when he sees something and, you know, staying on top of things like that. And yeah, as far as like, I would say there's probably like maybe one or two videos from the trip that'll come out. Nice. I think maybe he already dropped, I think he may already dropped his Estonia videos, but
0: yeah. Yeah. I think I saw the, the thumbnail. Yeah. Sorry, Billy. I didn't watch it yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not me either.
0: I almost, like, feel kind of weird watching Billy's videos because I'd rather, like, talk to him and hear about mm-hmm. how his trip went versus watching, no. like, the recap.
1: It's almost like a a watered-down version.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, I'd rather... Like, obviously,
1: it- like, knowing Billy, like, you know, like, there's a lot more to maybe the the the, the clips or something, you know? Yeah. Maybe, like, a more funny backstory or... Some random bullshit like that.
0: Usually the best stuff happens when the camera isn't actually rolling. Oh, for sure. Like yeah, that's, yeah. that's always when the funniest well, crash or they meet the like craziest pedestrian or like, you know, especially yeah. after dark when, uh, you know, cause Billy likes to enjoy a few beverages the, here and there. When the booze are flowing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's when some of the, the, the best stories come through.
1: hundred, hundred percent.
0: Oh yeah, speaking of Billy, he just had a um a frame promo drop. Yeah. For him yeah, and uh yeah. Jaron Barboza. hmm And uh it's I think it's only like a quick like minute, like it probably was um like tailored for like the Instagram duration. Yeah. But it's got a bunch of really good clips in there. Classic, yep. you know, Billy Tech, mm-hmm. whiplashes and one eighty switch bars, like it's nothing. Yeah.
1: I think uh I don't know who the filmer is, I forget. But uh Oh yeah, I didn't even know
0: who the, I didn't even uh check the, the film cred. I'm not sure who filmed it.
1: No, I forget. But yeah, he went to like I think he stayed in New York for a couple days. Filmed a few things with Billy and then Jarens were all in like San Diego or Yeah. Or wherever he's he's out of right now. But yeah, it was solid. Nice little frame promo.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, a lot of people don't give frame promos or, like, product videos the, the time of day. Like, they're like, oh, they just, like, ignore it. But yeah. I feel like Billy puts a ton of effort into, like, whatever oh, sure. whatever clips he films, whatever projects, like, so yeah, it's definitely like worth watching. I feel
1: like he's the type of person, anytime he's, like, filming for a certain thing, you know, for not a not like a, a youtube video not a vlog type thing like he's gonna put in work not that he doesn't put in work for shit that he films for his own youtube but maybe goes into it with a bit more of like okay yeah this is something i really want to do and i'll yeah, put it's in different. time to do it yeah
0: i feel like when he's when he's filming like a video for his channel it's literally like filming whatever riding happens whether it's like the craziest trick or whether it's just like i mean some it, hot bars it's, it's, it's just documenting riding it's just he's just literally filming
1: like it's literally just like days in his life almost like, mm-hmm. yeah, like this is, this is like typical, like this is a session. Like maybe I want to do this and it takes me a bunch of tries and I get it. Or maybe I get it first try and that's it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's definitely just like a different approach, a different mindset yeah. to that mm-hmm. type of filming. So yeah. any other videos uh, you've been watching lately, anything else, uh, worthy of a mention?
1: Um, really now we quick, I want because
0: yeah, yeah. Now continue
1: because uh, you're talking about like you know frame promos and just product shit like that. Like, do you remember the uh Craig's grip promo?
0: Yes, I think I helped probably the best product for that. promo
1: <laughs> video ever.
0: Is that so with so the grip because- that's like at the the power plant and uh from Roosevelt Island? He's like he has like the grips like up. uh, He has the grips
1: and like flicks the phone and like the phone falls over. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so funny. Uh, I said that's a Charlie production, right? Yeah, a lot of the B roll was just Craig fucking around with the grips. Uh huh. (laughs) And and then also the ride, but the riding was also really good too. And it also like featured, uh, you know, like I think Marv had some stuff. I think there was some stuff, you know, at the time when I was still like, uh you know, riding like for S&M and stuff.
0: S&M flow guy. Like, yeah. How could we forget? Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, there was like a bunch of clips from our Pittsburgh trip that we went on. But yeah, I just, I just talking about product videos and stuff like that. I just remember the fucking end of that video. Craig flicking the, <laughs> the camera with the grips, like grade it a it product it integration. No, it really doesn't, it doesn't get, get much better. better. No. But yeah, back to what you were gonna say.
0: Yeah, I was gonna try to talk about some uh, some biking videos on oh, this new, biking podcast. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, what was that video? The Jeffrey Jeffrey Lapointe. I believe
0: he's from like French Canada, mm-hmm. so maybe it's uh Lapointe. The point? I don't know. You just got back from Paris, so you'd uh, be better at pronouncing it than me. Oh uh, yeah, because but yeah. but dude is seventeen years old, and he just put out. That's I think crazy. it was like a six minute uh, video project for it Weedy is, people, yeah. and it's so crazy good, like super tech, super tech, super, super dialed. Tech. Like it's crazy because I feel like you almost don't appreciate how hard some of the tricks are mm-hmm. because it looks kind of easy for him. Like, it's yep. he reminds me a bit For about, sure. like, the way that, like, Felix rides, where it's like he's or doing... Or even, like...
1: No, like s- like okay. who? No, I was going to say he reminds me of, uh, you know, that guy Dean Hartley?
0: Yeah, yeah, another Canadian, we the people, another, Shredder. A-
1: another dude who just, like, can do fucking absurd shit mm-hmm. and makes it look so easy.
0: Yep. But, yeah, he does pretty much every spin in spin out grind combo and like the hardest variation you could think of and it all looks pretty chill for him like he's just got that like that effortless style so and it's six minutes long so it's not like he like filmed a couple sessions and just like spit out a video Mm -hmm. like he definitely took some time with it and the filmer and the editor they definitely went like a little more like an artistic kind of video yeah like the first song is almost like a chill like jazz because well, it was beat. like
1: it was almost like a prelude
0: yeah it was like an intro prelude kind of thing and then the video you know officially started like, on officially like the started. second song yeah. with you know titles and stuff and i think there was even mm-hmm. some like motion graphics kind of work yeah, I in it which,
1: I, I enjoyed the i enjoyed the motion graphics which i have a lot of respect nice for because i've always yeah. wanted
0: to like learn those skills but I'm always yeah. too lazy to spend all the time. Like, titles are hard enough to go through all the trouble to make and even also, just like, decide up, on the like, fonts okay, and shit. Like,
1: what, what do I want to do for this? You know. Yeah. Like I always remember. Uh, maybe it was. No, I don't. Maybe it was an April video, like an April skateboards video. It was like a fire hydrant and a pole jam.
0: Oh no, that's um weekend. The
1: weekend. Weekend. Yeah, as a
0: weekend skate video where they do this little yep. like. Graph, uh I don't even know, like an animation cut where they literally yeah. like recreated the like the spot the and the spot. setup with like a yeah. little animation thing, and it like transformed to something else. And yeah, it was cool.
1: I, like, I, and anytime I see now, like the kind of in video, like the motion graphic cut type thing, I always kind of go back to that just because I love how that one was done in that weekend video just be like kind of. Making a funny little animation of like almost how the spot was created. I feel like, I feel like they kind of it was like a pole jam type spot with a fire hydrant there, and in the animation they like made something hit it, or the pole like jam a was car sad crashed into kind of it, bent over, yeah. yeah. And then the next clip was then someone you know hitting the pole jam.
0: Mm-hmm. It made the next clip like a little more meaningful. Yeah. Added like a little story behind it.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Yeah, what are what were some uh, clips we talked about from uh, Jeffrey's video? I think he does Um, like manual. He does something with like a manual 180 backwards pegs, and then full cab backwards manual out of it. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, definitely he's got a lot of uh, faking manual control. Yeah, crazy crazy
0: bike control front on the front wheel, on the back wheel, in both directions. Yeah,
1: yeah, because he had some solid nose manuals too.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a nosy guy. He actually hit me up because I got the um the 15 offset we the people forks uh. before him. And he messaged me on Instagram and was like, What do you think about the forks, man? Like, you know, I I just like, you know, I ordered a pair and I'm curious. And I was like, Oh, I, I couldn't nose manual before I got them. And I still can't really nose manual with them. But like they're super snappy. But and yeah, like they're sick. Yeah, they're sick. Like I, I don't don't have any problem riding them. It's just like they're, they're different, they're very short, but I got used to them quick, yeah. and they, they definitely I mean, feel good for nollies, like, I did uh, yeah. not even, like, consider trying to, like, put on my old forks after these, like, they're dialed, but, you know, I told him, don't worry about it, and clearly, he's had no issue with the 15 offies. Yeah,
1: I think it's one of those things, like, once you put them on, maybe they're weird at first, but then you kind of get used to them fairly quickly.
0: Yeah, I feel the same about any part. Like, as long as it's not like you're going from eight inch bars to 10, you'll get used to them yeah. within a couple yeah. sessions. I and- mean, the,
1: the bar, the bar, like the bar sizing is always kind of screwed with my head a bit. Because I'll have times where, like, oh, yeah, maybe I want to do like a little bit taller of a bar, but then I'll kind of slam the stem to offset. You know, how I would ride like nine inch bars with a tall headset cap mm-hmm. to where now I'll just ride 9.125 bars and I'll slam the stem down. It's the same thing, so right? So you're basically back to where you started. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I just, I'll have these things where I like I, I ride it and I'm just like, oh my God, it feels like I'm riding, you know, ape hanger handlebars or it'll be like, oh my God, I feel like I'm riding a, a little kid scooter. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those parts that like it gives me a lot of, uh, you know, I feel like the the tiniest little change I kind of notice, whereas I would say anything else I kind of can get used to fairly quickly.
0: Yeah, bars are weird. Bars are definitely one that you you really feel and especially because yeah. you like you're looking that at them all the time. Exactly. Like, yeah, you kinda can't like, forget like, about it. Yeah, they're like, almost like, like back your-
1: end length. Yeah. Like, yeah, you feel it, but at the end of the day, you know, it's different, I think.
2: Bar
0: spins felt weird when I switched to four-piece bars, even though the geometry wasn't that crazy. Uh, I, it took me a long time to just get, like, comfortable with my bar spin yeah. control again.
1: Yeah, I will say I remember being at the whole Rook DIY... You are talking about your bar spins on that bike, and I did a bar spin. I was like, holy shit, I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, it was just different. Now they, they just feel normal, yeah. but they felt like slow. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I wonder why that, why that is.
0: And again, it could be due to like all the other geometry could It, be like yeah, it the, could be like the forks. Yeah, it could be the fork and the frame and sh- even like the, you know, I switched to shorter cranks. And that changes how your like hop feels and how your kind of weight is centered right. on the bike
1: What cranks do you have now?
0: They are we the people logic one sixty fives I think
1: I mean one sixty five is like the the way to go now yeah, I, I feel say. like
0: it's it's shorter, but it's not especially like for insane. i mean you
1: don't ride a backpack, but on that side, but like Billy, like I hopped on his bike. This past week, and he's riding one sixties now,
0: mm, bit shorter. And, yeah,
1: and I, I, and you know, I was riding my bike, which was one sixty five, and then hopped on his bike, and I could noticeably tell a difference, mm-hmm. and it felt weird.
0: Did they make shorter than one sixties? Because I, I think I rode. Andy Garcia at that point. I,
1: at that point, I feel like you'd have to just put one of those like little kid bars that go through the bottom bracket. You just
0: have literally a spindle that sticks yeah. through, yeah, like a trampoline bike.
1: Because I mean, I think I could, I think I could probably ride one sixties if I felt the the need to, but I don't know. I like one sixty fives.
0: Yeah, I'm happy with I don't him.
1: think I, I don't I don't think I would go any any shorter than 165 honestly
0: I was just thinking back because uh I rode Andy Garcia's bike when he was here on like a primo stranger trip because mm-hmm. everybody was like dude his bike feels crazy you gotta try his bike dude it's nuts like it's so short and then like I guess he only had 160s but he had like a pretty early frame in the like 12 and a half rear end era like when I guess yeah. it's 12 and a half, right? It's like this, the super short, which is more common than yeah. it used to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I rode his bike and it felt like I was riding like a 16 inch bike. Like everything was so small and compact. Yeah. And it just felt like a, like nothing I was used to. But I guess a lot has changed since then. That was a couple of years ago, maybe three, three years ago. I'm not even going to try to do the math, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But Short cranks
1: yeah. are nice, but to an extent, I would say.
0: Yeah, within reason. Yeah. What was that other clip uh, in the, the Jeffrey LaPointe video? He does like backwards manual, dropping off a curb. Drop manual. Stays in the backwards manual, pops back <laughs> up the curb, and then hits yep. fakey pegs.
1: Yeah, I think he did 180 pegs, fakey manual, drop down a curb, fakey manual, hop up a curb, fakey manual, fakey pegs. Mm-hmm. And then half cap.
0: Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Couldn't imagine.
1: I mean, yeah, that was one of the clips that really like blew blew my mind. Especially cuz like the prelude, I wasn't expecting anything of like like that at all because like the, I feel like the prelude was kind of like the intro was pretty chill. It was definitely chill, yeah, yeah. for like his his riding, you know, hard three here and there. Maybe a hard bar. You know, some some chill shit and then I feel like that was almost the opener maybe of the after the prelude. And then she hits it with a fucking crazy fake manual line.
0: Yeah, and then some other highlights. He does like feeble hard backsmith on the same ledge, cabsmith yeah. to feeble yeah. to 360, which so many grinds, so many spins. So many grinds. Crazy.
2: That's a good combo. Another one,
1: feeble hard, and on the, like on the same kind of side ledge, feeble hard, fakie, fakie hop, switch pegs. To Indian full cab, yeah, yeah, Indian full ledge. cab,
0: and he did it like
1: on a flat ledge. Yeah, he did it pretty much you know, perfect. Small, too.
0: like small, he literally rode away from it, rotated it perfectly. Yeah, I don't
1: know that. Yeah, it's I've a rare one. And it's, tried it with like height, you know, like an outledge ledge almost type of thing, and mm-hmm. the way he like the w- way he was able to just whip that spin around and go perfectly fakie. On that high of a ledge was kind of
0: fucked. Yeah, it makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah.
0: It's weird because I am goofy footed, but I grind on the correct side. So when I do like a 180 pegs Indian, the Indian part is my normal spin. And I've always just sucked at them. Like, I've always done the ones where you land like dead stop and then take a crank to keep going. Mm. You know, the like. The Indian kind of dead stop bitch crank, yeah, kind of move. That's always been my like best case scenario. So to do a full cab out of that doesn't make any damn sense.
1: I also think I also like to, you know, make excuses. Like I think it's because it's our front foot spin, so it makes it a little harder to to get that extra rotation. I'd
0: like to think there's that's, some that, truth to that. That's I don't also think that's also my case why right.
1: that's also my case why I can't hard three really good. Yeah, same. Almost never, but that's I my case. I did like a hard the other
0: day. I was just fooling around because I was doing pegs hards and like I can actually do pegs hards consistently now. Yeah. So I was like, oh, why don't i try to spin a little more. And like so hard to, to go past 180. Like See, trying to do yeah. that weird bar humpy <laughs> motion that everybody claims is like the trick. And the fucking worst. Just dude, like struggling to get close to 270 like
1: i'm telling you it's a shit for the thing it's It's it's, like i have no like thing yeah i like to think i'm relatively good at doing a double peg hard like i'm comfortable i can do them i'd rather do double peg hard than a feeble hard but when it comes to spinning more than 180 it's impossible i mean i can do it but very rarely
2: Mm-hmm.
1: it needs to be like on a short rail like a short up rail and I can just like hit pegs and jump off
0: yeah I feel like if I had like like a the good second up I'm ledge, waiting an up ledge with like somewhat of a drop or into a bank and I think I could do a shitty feeble hard three but I don't even know why I'd really want to it's like it wouldn't look good it just, wouldn't feel good
1: it's one of those tricks I just want to be able to do just to do it
0: just to say you could do it, yeah. Just to like, like yeah, I can hard
1: three, obviously. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's why I'm still trying to learn tailwhips. <laughs> I just want to de- I just want to be like, yeah, I can tail whip. Like, no yeah, I can deal. fucking hop. whip. Yeah. Yep. What's the big? What's the big deal? Yeah. Oh yeah! Just before we move on, uh, wanted to credit Landon Barnes as the uh, filmer editor mm. for uh, Jeff's video.
2: Yeah. VX footage,
0: no less. Yep. I literally. Put the video full screen and then moved back like four feet from the screen <laughs> because I just, dude, I don't know. I used to be so pro VX and now the footage just looks like so low resolution, like kind of like mushy. But you can mm. honestly solve a lot of that just by moving away from your screen. Like mm-hmm. there's literally like charts you can look up, which is like the resolution. To viewing distance um, like relationship really. with like a TV or computer and yeah, with like 480p footage, once you go back a certain distance from your screen, you can't see the pixels like it just looks like you know the same way HD would look from a closer distance, so yeah, that's why i don't I don't really hate watching VX videos, but I just don't want to uh to use uh, yeah. a VX anymore. Those days are gone.
1: <laughs> now we got the HTV X's.
0: Yeah, yeah, essentially that's how Scott described this is a uh, HMC 150. He was like, "Yeah, yeah it's it's basically like uh, you know, 720p, VX, big chunky camcorder, handle, mic, flippy screen." Yeah. Which yeah, perfect way to put it. So your food show up yet? I feel like you're looking It
1: actually it actually just arrived, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So I think we should, uh, we should call it a day then.
1: Yeah. I mean, we got a, we got a solid uh, hour in about.
0: Yeah, legit a solid hour. More than I expected.
1: Yeah. Glovo took its time today.
0: Yeah, shout out to Glovo. Friday nice night. time to, Friday night, to you rock know? the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, this works out because I'm about to drive into the heart of hell. I'm going to drive into Manhattan to visit my brother was going to school at nyu so yeah. gonna bring my bike bring my skateboard we're probably gonna go to like les or maybe tribeca i don't know we haven't decided yet but rush hour driving into manhattan it's it's gonna take me probably like yeah, maybe luck. south of two hours if i'm lucky one and a and solid half minimum. podcast on yeah i'm gonna have to like to run some sort of podcast uh tropical fuck storm currently probably my favorite band they just dropped a new album so my last long drive yeah it's it's um it's good if you haven't heard the singles they dropped it'll be better Uh but i've been like keeping up with uh whatever shit they released leading up to the album and like it's different than their usual style like it's a little more laid back it's a little more like mellow and less noisy and chaotic Cause like their music is almost like,
1: yeah. Because you sent them to me before, and definitely like their like the things I've listened to are very chaotic. Which I mean, it's I less don't mind. heavy too. Yeah, but, like
0: I feel yeah. like they're they're bordering on like heavy rock, metal, for noise sure, yeah. rock, whatever you want to call them. But the hmm. album has some some highlights for sure. It's called Deep State. Check it out. Definitely worth listening to. But the single Gaff G A F F. That's my favorite song off the album for sure. I sent it to you because I think yeah. I'm going to use it for a video project.
2: Ooh!
0: Yeah, it's the idea.
2: <laughs>
0: so anyway, perfect. We're going to call it call it a day. Thank y'all yep. for listening. If <laughs> uh, you, if you, you aren't doing so already, get a bike, get a camera, get some friends, and uh, film
2: a biking video. That's an outro, right? I would say it's a good outro.